begins again. And welcome to the show, ya hooligans. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, like the video, or if you're over on MemoriterCycleMadhouse.com, leave your thoughts on today's show. Today's show is brought to you by AMA, the American Motorcycle Association. Become a member. Go down in the show notes and hit that link. A lot of member benefits out there. You can either uh, go over there or... You know, you can go through HarleyLiberty.com. It's up to you. Anyway, you can join an AMA club near you, and there's a lot of membership perks. Before we get into all the brunt of the show today, we are starting off our rally season out at the Progressive International Motorcycle Show. Yeah, they having us back. They having us back. February 7th through the 9th, I think we're going to be covering it on the weekend. You're going to be getting all kinds of photographs and videos and interviews with everybody so we'll keep you updated on that stuff but let's get over to our main meat of the show today i've covered this in the past but this is when it was just happening you know what living out of massachusetts you do not want to get caught with a firearm in that liberal city let me tell you that liberal state at that but boston even worse anyway this is out of boston.com and it's going to give you guys a little more background of what's going on in this case, and boy, I cannot believe this case. This is the one where they claimed he had a full machine shop. He was producing bad weapons, all that stuff. I think they're full of crap. Anyway, a high-ranking member of the Outlaws Motorcycle Club from Massachusetts was indicted on that firearm charge, the prosecutor said. A federal grand jury probably stacked to the hilt, but we all know federal grand juries, you don't get to defend yourself. You don't get to do nothing. They just presented to the grand jury to see if they can get an indictment. Uh, Bruce Sartwell, 48, on a sole count of possession of an unregistered firearm on Thursday. Oh, possession of an unregistered firearm. They only had one count against him. That's what they're bringing him for. Even though I believe his wife had a concealed carry permit. But, hmm. U.S. Attorney Andrew E. Ling's office said in a statement. Yeah, your statements. Anyway, Sartwell is the regional president of the Brockton East Bridgewater chapter of the Outlaws. See, they already screwed it up right there. See, when you're implying regional, you're talking multiple chapters. But now they're just saying hmm, two chapters. Okay, hmm, according to authorities, everything <laughs> we've seen how the authorities come out and give news, like that crock down in Texas where they said the AOA and the banditos were meeting together to get some Bolivian nationals, blah, 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 it turned out to be fake. Okay, the banditos gave their statement, so did the AOA. Anyway, authorities repeated, uh, reportedly found an AR-15 style ghost gun at his East Bridgewater home, a ghost gun is a firearm without any manufacturing or serial numbers. Now, we're going to be talking about the, the Virginia rally coming up a little later on, but for all you gun uh, Second Amendment guys out there, let me know about this. Is it illegal 
to produce your own firearms, you know, because I know some ARs, uh, some of the pieces come without serial numbers and stuff, but I don't want to speak on that, I, you know, with somebody who has experience with that. As a previously convicted felon, Sartwell is not allowed to possess guns, and this is something I believe that happened in the 1960s after Kennedy was popped. Uh, they put all these rules in place for felons. Now, I thought, you know, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, after you do your time, you serve your debt to the uh, society, you should be guaranteed your rights that are under the Constitution. I don't think uh, the Constitution says you're not allowed to own a firearm if you were convicted of a felony. I just don't see it in there. If it's in there, point it to me. Anyway... Authorities also found firearm manufacturing tools. This is where, you know, I think it's pretty messed up. Those tools can be used for anything, man. Anything metalworking that he had. Two firearm silencers, a guide for assembly and disassembly of an AR-15. So make sure if you got one of them guides, since now they're, uh, I guess it's illegal, going to be used as evidence, you don't want to have that around, you know, I guess... They're banning the First Amendment now, too, it seems. Anyway, 20 uh, knives and a black powder handgun, according to legal filings. 20 knives. Well, maybe he's a knife collector. I got, I don't know how many knives. I can't even count. You know, it's just out there like my hat collection. You know, I got all kinds of hats that I freaking have all over the studio wall. That's why you can see I can wear a hat a different show on the YouTube channel. I'm wearing Green Bay today because after this shooting, we are going to watch the Green Bay Packers whoop on the Minnesota Vikings. Anyway, according to a Department of Homeland Security affidavit, the outlaws are currently involved in a violent feud with the Hells Angels and another motorcycle club. See, this is what sells papers. It's always been this way. It brings you numbers in the whole nine yards, so they have to throw that in there. It doesn't tell them the good that the clubs do. You know, the AOA with the food drives. We actually got one that uh, coming up right here with the Hells Angels help save Christmas. But they never put in what the good does. Only what a few bad apples do within the club to get them this designation. That's what they put in there. A different Outlaws member fatally shot a member of the Hells Angels affiliate group in Fall River on September 13th, according to the affidavit. Was he found guilty? That's what I want to know. I thought you're innocent, you know, until your trial, and you got to be found guilty by a juror of your peers. And, you know, that always made me laugh, juror of your peers, really. Uh, you know, say I'm on trial, so you think a doctor, a lawyer's a peer of mine? Get out of here, man. That was... That, that, that's just not happening. The suspected gunman was arrested for murder. Okay, so he's arrested, but does that prove that he did it? Anyway, the public defender for Sartwell declined to comment Friday. The Boston Globe reported Sartwell is scheduled to be arraigned January 3rd in the U.S. District Court in Boston. Now, you know, these newspapers and the police, they make it like, you know, all these guys are rich. They're nothing but gangsters. He's got a public defender, Okay. He's got a bug defender. He's not too rich. He ain't a gangster. It's just the media, they love putting out the way they do. 
anyway, I was talking about this next story. Uh, the Hells Angels help save uh, Christmas by donating thousands of toys to the Angels of Long Island. Now, you guys can't say I'm not throwing good stuff out there. You know, I try to throw it out as much as I can, but, you know, the way I do the show is it comes across the wire. Those are the stories I pick. Look at them a little bit, then uh, get the commentary ready to present to you. Anyway, this one is by the Greater Long Island dot com and as you just see you know new york hell's angels sometimes even angels need a christmas miracle debbie larsh founder of the patchnog based community outreach thrift store and a group of angels long island was worried earlier this month when her warehouse was low on toys for their fifth annual toy giveaway Every holiday season, the Angels of Long Island accept applications for local families who fell on hard times and need help giving their children gifts to put under the tree. Now, that's one thing that the Motorcycle Club community does great. Bikers do great. They make sure with that Toys for Tots, they fill up them bins. They make sure they collect all kinds of stuff to make sure they help their people in need. While she received a few dozen donations from the community, it wasn't enough compared to those in need of presents this holiday season. Now, you heard that. Only a few dozen donations from the community. Quote, I had to stop accepting applications because I was worried about the lack of toys, she said. Then she got a surprising phone call from another group of angels, the local chapter of the Hells Angels. The notorious motorcycle group heard about the struggle and her nonprofit was facing and offered their assistance. See, out of nowhere, they come and help them out. You know, that's motorcycle clubs, not the stuff that uh, the news media wants to put out there in the Leo and their statements. Normally, secretive members of the group have been quietly involved with helping nonprofits across Long Island, the group told the Greater Patchig. And when they heard the Angels of Long Island story, the group sprung into action to help out their neighbors. Quote, we got word that the Angels of Long Island needed toys and we wanted to help them out, said Billy, a sergeant-at-arms for the group who refused to state his full name. We start collecting early on in the year with different events, including our Christmas party, where everyone brings an unwrapped gift to donate. The Hells Angels of Long Island moved into their new Suffolk County Clubhouse located in Center Reach this year, and since then, they have been working with the community hosting food drives, clothing drives, and this Christmas toy drive. Love us or hate us, the Hells Angels are here to help, said Billy. And, you know, again, the media never really focuses on the good you know that they love trying to turn it around where yeah they're doing toy runs but they're really doing this you know how it is man anyway let's go to one more before we get to that virginia rally information brothers of the wheel motorcycle club gives back to local children here's another one out of uh wvva.com the Chuck Manthian Center was packed Sunday as the Brothers of the Wheel Motorcycle Club held its first annual uh, children's uh, Christmas party. Not first annual, but annual. The club teamed up with the DHHR to provide gifts for 219 local kids. 
They uh, also provided lunch for more than 90 families. That's rocking right there. Everything was purchased through club uh, community donations, and club members say the best part is giving back. Quote, we live here, we collect the money here, and we want to spend it here said National VP of Brothers of the Wheel, Doc Vaughn. I just want to thank the community for their support, said Highlands Chapter VP, Sarge Robinet. We've had lawyers, bankers, businesses, individuals, anonymous donors that donated to us, and the kids seem happy today, so it's been well worthwhile. This is the 25th year, here I am, I said first annual, it ain't the first, this is the 25th year uh, that the club has given back to kids in the community. Rock and roll, guys, uh, keep killing it out there. Now, Virginia, everybody's been asking uh, about some information about this, Virginia, important statement about VCDL Capital Lobby Day January 20th it's going to be held 2020 Virginia and this is from AmmoLand.com. Monday, January 20th is Virginia Citizens Defense League's Lobby Day. It is not VCL or VCDL's protest day. I guess there's a distinction it's going to talk about. Uh, Lobby Day is about, well, lobbying. Send a message to the General Assembly and to the Governor, Attorney General, and the Lieutenant Governor. Good luck. Uh, they're all against you. I actually uh, heard the Attorney uh, General said, it will be enforce yeah go enforce it in 100 sanctuary uh, counties you dummies uh that message is simple no more gun control that in any way shape or form negatively affects law-abiding gun owners bills that go after criminals or bills that are beneficial the gun owners are fine and that's one thing i never understood about uh the gun bills is they got so many on the books why don't you use them now no it's just a way to pander to a base and you know ultimately if you heard one of these uh, lawmakers, they said send in the National Guard. Yeah. While there have been some verbal threats by the Democratic leadership to push major gun control down the throats of Virginia gun owners and some very bad bills already filed to back up that threat, nothing has happened yet and won't until after January 2020. If you're not in Virginia within our uh, listening audience, audience get in there and help these people man really get on the phones and uh hit them up uh militias various groups of militias within virginia and nearby states have graciously volunteered to provide security with the large capital richmond and state police presence not to mention enough citizens armed with handguns to take over a modern mid-sized country we have the security base covered nicely that said we welcome our militia brothers and sisters to be a part of making the day a success. Some militia groups are looking to take canned food donations during Lobby Day and deliver them to Richmond Food Bank. Alrighty. Uh, then it goes into the laws and stuff. Go ahead and check that out. Uh, then, the, you know what? This is something I don't understand why they even put there. We are not there to have arguments with the other side. Well, they're going to be there to argue with you. You know, enough of the standing back. You guys need to start standing up. You know, 
it's funny, the protesters on the left, you guys know most of them are hired. You can go on Craigslist and see that they're being paid $15 an hour to go to these things. You need to stand up for your rights. Stop backing down. And we are not there to push any other agenda. Our total focus is on protecting our right to keep and bear arms, period. This is not about flags, statues, history, just guns. Well, you're going to need them guns because they're going after your history, man. Again, if you're not in Virginia, get involved in this. Call these Virginia reps. You know, there's a number around here somewhere on the Internet that you can call. Blow up their phones. Let them know you stand behind this rally. And you guys stand up and uh, make it worth your while, man. I know over 100 uh, sanctuary counties, man. That's huge. You could give it to Virginia to stand up for their things. The only thing I don't understand is that one corner, that northeast corner, runs the whole state. It's just like here in Illinois. You got Chicago that runs everything you know you you always notice blue is chicago everywhere outside of chicago is red so i cannot see how it is even fair for all these one it's just like new york los angeles they want to run the rest of the country oh popular vote popular you man get out of here that's why the freaking bounders said no go to the electoral college man but anyway uh hopefully you guys enjoyed those two stories don't forget to go uh visit ama and hooliganbiker.com man we got a lot of editorials a lot of debate going on over there and uh hopefully you guys have a great holiday season merry christmas that's what I say. Merry Christmas. Anyway, you guys be careful. Watch out for the cops. Uh, we got a new year coming up, and boy, we got a new year. We're going to be doing a lot of coverage. Like I said, we're going to be out there. Start it off February 7th through 9th over at the Progressive International Motorcycle Show. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24 7. 24 7. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe.